You're listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast for health and wellness business owners that want and need to give their business the treatment plan it needs. A treatment plan that will create more time back in your life, more income and more confidence when it comes to running a business. I'm here to share with you bite-sized episodes full of tried and tested tips from my own real experience of growing a successful physiotherapy and wellness clinic and from working with many businesses to do the same. The Treat Your Business podcast is sponsored by HMDG. Marketing is always one of the top three issues for clinic owners that I speak to. It's too expensive and complicated. They've had issues in the past or they just don't know where to find a trusted expert. It's always said only recommend products or services you're confident in using yourself. Well, when it comes to marketing, we use HMDG for our own clinic. They've proven to be exactly what you'd want from an agency. As a specialist, they understand the industry, they're responsive and always deliver. We can't recommend them highly enough. Head to hmdg.co.uk to find out more. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of the Treat Your Business podcast. Now this week you have just got me and I'm going to be talking about how to prevent clinic owner burnout. And this is something that I thought was really important to to talk about and to give you some hope, sound advice around um, and actually cut through some of the bullshit stuff that we hear um, about, you know, we need to be getting up at 5am and we need to be walking around in, you know, a caftan and prayer beads and meditating for, you know, two hours at least every morning and writing a gratitude diary and, you know, only eating lentils and beans and all of those sorts of things to be able to keep working at the pace that we should be working at and to not hit burnout and to not hit this exhaustion um but I want to kind of level with you and you you guys know you've listened to me long enough now that I am very transparent and very honest and I like to give you real advice from you know running a clinic having two big businesses having a very busy life but also being able to manage and keep the levels of productivity going in your business, but recognize when you are showing signs of exhaustion and burnout and what does that actually mean? So I'm hoping that in today's short episode, you're going to be able to reframe this burnout and this exhaustion and look at things in a different way. So in 1985, I was born and to 2018, this is what I was like. Productivity is what makes me valuable. That was my belief. And I'm, and I'm not joking when I say it was the day I was born, because I was born into a family of worker bees. We are 2.4 family from, from Stockport. Um, you know, my dad had his own business. He was a, a plumber and, and big kind of builds and things. You know, I spent a lot of time filling skips as a three-year-old. I spent a lot of time having sandwiches on an upturned bucket in a, on, a, on a builder's site. Um, and we worked hard as a family. You know, and I used to hear my mum say, we get what we we get. We have a we had a I never wanted for anything as a as a as a child um, because your dad worked six days a week to make this happen. My mum worked full time. We you know, my my nana ran a shop. My grandpa had a business. It Everybody in my life was busy worker bees. So I grew up literally from the very first day. I grew up thinking that productivity is what made me valuable. So the harder I worked, the more I would achieve. And I would be in a constant busy off with mainly my mum 
um, but with 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 other people in my life. And my brother and me laugh about this all the time because we would connect by talking about how busy we are. And we would basically list how many things we've done in the day. And a massive part of us still does that because that's how my my mum still, um, her wiring and her belief is that the more the busier she is, the, the fuller her days are, the more productive she is, the more that she can achieve, the the more that people will think she is a good person. And don't get me wrong, my mum, she's like Mary Poppins on heat with a whole host of hyacinth bouquet thrown in there. And she, what she gets through in a day is more than most people get through in a month. I'm a massive product of my mum. So a part of me still has to work on this. Because here's what happened. In 2018, we went uh, and expanded our clinic. We went from let me get this right now, two rooms in a studio to five rooms and two studios, a big reception area. I had more team. Uh, I had to take on a business loan and I needed to take the business to the next level. But the thing is, in 2018, I was absolutely on my knees. I was so tired. I was so exhausted. I was basically burnt out but I because I thought that was weak and I'm not very good at showing any form of vulnerability. Um, I was just pushing that down and I just thought, I just need to work harder. So right now we're going to have five clinic rooms, two studios, more staff, more uh, more expenses. The only way to combat this is to just do more work. And I was working, I started working with a mindset coach and they got me to really look into where this was coming from and why I felt that to be worthwhile, to be a person of success, I needed to just work really hard to get there. Because I'd got to where I'd got to and I thought, I literally can't do any more to take this business to the next level. Like, I, I, am, I am maxed out. I am so busy, <laughs> busy being busy, that I don't know how I, I'm going to go from this level to the next level. Because if I was going to go to the next, that next level, I would already have done it. So I had this massive realisation for me to go where I am now to there, where I want to be, I can't just do the same thing. You've heard me say before, I think it's Albert Einstein, in, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to work because I'm actually not even going to be here. I'm going to be so tired and so exhausted and probably get ill and something awful would probably have happened if I, if I just think I can double my productivity to double the results in my business, to take my business to twice the size it was. Our culture, the way we work in our culture, is is we are like learned to think that we are in a perpetual harvest. So we are in that late summer, early autumn season when we are where we are producing all the time. But for anybody listening who grows their own fruit and veg or even has plants in their garden, will realize that that's absolutely entirely impossible. You you literally cannot be in harvest season three hundred and sixty five days in the year. Now, whether you're male or female, we have a cycle. We are animals, although we live and work like we're not. Okay, but we have cycles. Women cycle 28 days. Believe it or not, men have their own cycle and it's in 24 hours. Okay, and these cycles take us through a literal and metaphorical, that's a big word, preparation for fertilization and then for shedding each and every cycle we go around. 
But yeah, we function in production mode as humans all the time. If we look at animals, we 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 are we are them, we are the same as them, but we think we're different. We live and work like we're not the same. Now I want you to think about planting a seed in your garden. Okay, oh, we just built this new bed in the garden now. I've got all these fabulous flowers. And I basically think I'm going to create a Royal um, Chelsea garden next year. Like, that's the level that I think I'm at. It's so not. But anyway, plant these, plant these flowers. I've got to water them every day. Uh, I've, got to, I've got to prune them. I've got to deadhead them. I've got to sing to them. I've got to do whatever it needs for these to sprout and grow and be their fullest expression of a flower. Okay? I have to care for them. As humans, our creative process as business owners is no different. We need time, we need care, we need space to show up as our best selves. But if we continue to plant the same crop in the same field over and over and over again without ever giving it a break, the crops suffer, don't they? They, they eventually, eventually there's no harvest. So I want you to think of us, you know, like this, that fruit and veg we eat today are less nutritious than the ones our grandparents ate. Okay, because the process now is all about biggest, fastest, most pest resilient harvest instead of high quality harvest. So everything is depleted. Exactly the same for us. The focus now is on getting the most impressive outcomes, the fastest, without any attention, any attention to quality or long term sustainability. We make decisions in our business and in our business model for the now, but we don't think, is this going to be a sustainable way to make money? Does this align with what's really important to me as a business owner? If my values are travel and my business model is that I have to be in a clinic 12 hours a day, five days a week, that is absolutely not going to align with my travel value because I'm going to be able to leave the place. So the focus on, on getting this, doing the most, being the most, achieving the most without any attention to quality or long-term sustainability, is what is creating burnout and exhaustion and people just feeling, frankly, pooped, feeling absolutely run down. Depletion comes from stress. It's an umbrella word for loads of different things that goes on. But sleep deprivation, chronic sleep deprivation, is one of the biggest challenges for business owners. We think when we're busy, we can just sleep less. I'll let you just see how that works out for you. When we are overworked, we feel we are depleted when we when there is no balance between on and off when we're just on constantly and we go to bed and you wake up in the middle of the night and you're still thinking about work when you're just on constantly you're depleting your stores when we're worrying about finances when we're worrying about where our next clients are going to come from when we have no time in the week for self-care or self-care gets pushed down the priority list because we just need to be producing we just need to be pushing for that next client, pushing for that next bit of revenue, getting that next thing recorded, doing that next, whatever it is in your business. Depletion for me comes from watching the news. It does not serve me at all. It starves me. It makes me panic. It makes me have imposter syndrome. It makes me think that I need to be doing more. And comparison is the biggest thief of life. So comparing yourself, spending time on social media and comparing yourselves to other people's businesses and other people's highlight reels, because that's all it is. For me, what that ha- what, what happens is I then work harder because I am naturally a very competitive person. Like we had a, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. My friend texted me yesterday, her daughter texted me yesterday. Her daughter's nine, no, seven, eight, young, right? She grabbed her mum's phone, said, hi, it's Daisy here. 
Um, I would like to play rounders. Mummy uh, has said that I need to find some friends to play with. Um, so can we organise a day for all of like our group of friends to get together with kids, dogs and adults to come and play rounders on a field? I replied back saying, I am the person for rounders, Daisy. I am there for that. I said, Bagley playing fourth base. Zoe, my friend, if she's listening to this, she's going to laugh. She replied back saying, I'm absolutely shit at rounders. Bagsley being on Belle's team, my team. I replied back saying, absolutely no way, Zoe. If you're shit, I don't want you on my team. Like, and we just laugh about it because that's how competitive I am. Like, if this rounders game gets organised, I'm 100% going to start practising in my back garden. Because I will need to be the best on that team. And I will not need to let anybody down. And my team will have to win. Okay? It's just, it's just my makeup. And it's great because it's, it, it has made me a very big success in both of my businesses. However, with that, I have to recognise that those strengths of competitiveness and achievement and resilience and um, work ethic also comes with the risk of burnout and exhaustion. Burnout and exhaustion often happens with high achievers because I look for external gratification because I've been brought up playing sport. And I've always been told by my teachers and my parents that they were proud of me, that I did really well. So I became, I became um, like that was my norm. I need people to tell me I was doing a good job for me to feel good about myself. If you talk to Philippa, if you heard our podcast the other week, it's all about being able to internally know when you're doing good enough. Like you don't need other people to tell you that. And I have to work on that. So our sympathetic nervous system, our stress response as business owners can often be the one running the show. Now, as business owners, anybody listening to this who runs their own business, runs their own clinic, we decided that we would run our own show and we would start our businesses, we'd hire a team, we'd think that the answer was flexibility, freedom, high levels of income. But actually, we expect ourselves to be in the high summer season and the early autumn constantly producing all year round. And then our bodies say, oh, I really need a break. Like something happens, you get ill, you start getting ill more, you're tired, you, you know, you, you pick up an injury. Your body is giving you signs. But then we feel guilty. We feel rest is a sign of weakness. Like a massive part of me still thinks that. It's not true, it's a load of bullshit. But in my head, because I've, my upbringing is, you know, rest when you're dead, Katie, sleep when you're dead, just let, let's let's crack on, let's make the most of everything. I am highly productive, I get a lot done, but I also need to tune in to when it has to be, and now I need to break from it, which is why I go on holiday regularly. And God forbid we ever stepped into something called the fertile void. void. Now you're going to think I've completely lost the plot here. But the fertile void is a place of like creative follow in your, uh, uh, creative follow in your business. When you are, you're just in that place where you're like, I, I actually don't know what's next. I don't know what the next thing I need to do is. I'm just sort of like lost. We boldly opted out of, of employment to create a system that worked for us, didn't we? But then we work ourselves to the bone following the exact model we wanted to escape in the first place. So we've got to spot, we've got to be able to spot the signs of exhaustion and burnout. Okay, it's not the end of the world, it can be reversed, it's never too late. But if you're listening to this and you're feeling tired, okay, and you're feeling exhausted, you've got low motivation, you might be feeling really uncreative, you might be overthinking everything, you might be feeling really low in confidence and self-esteem, you might be feeling detached from things. These can be signs 
that you are absolutely in a place of what we call the fertile void or this creative fallow in your business. And it is understanding that it's absolutely necessary because I want to be the bearer of this news. It's not bad news. It's not good news. It's just this news. Happiness comes from the process of progress. Happiness does not come from the result of progress and growth. So if you are somebody that is always chasing that next thing, that next shiny object syndrome, that next income goal, that next thing that you're going to buy, that bigger car, that bigger house, that bigger holiday, that whatever it is, more time out of your business, okay? You have to find happiness in the process of getting there. Because believe me, if you just focus on the end result when you get there, you're going to be really disappointed because you're going to go, well, I thought I was meant to feel happy. And I don't. Happiness comes from the process. It's not all about the end result because the journey is never linear, is it? If it was, how much easier would life be? But it's not. It's a very cyclical thing in business. I said this when we went into the cost of living crisis. We'll cycle around. We'll come back out of it. We'll have a boom and then we'll go back into a bust again. And then we'll have a boom. Everything cycles. Think about the four seasons. We never, ever doubt that we are going to cycle through the four seasons. Now, in the UK, I absolutely recognise that our seasons all seem to be mushed together into one long, weird season. However, let's just remember, we do have a winter, we do have a spring, a summer and an autumn. And human life, we are created out of a cyclical event. But no circle is ever covered once and then we're done with it. We continue always to cycle round. But when you cycle round, we evolve. We visit, we revisit things at a higher level of consciousness from that more evolved place. So I want you to think here is that when we start at the beginning of a project, of a plan, of a business, of a a new thing, whatever it is, we we often are in a fertile void, we're in winter, okay? This might be, might be the thinking stage, might not even be that, it might just be, I'm just, I'm just needing to be for a bit. Then what happens, isn't it, when you go on that holiday, you sat on a sunbed, you're sitting on a gin and tonic, and you're thinking, oh, that's a good idea, oh, maybe I could do that. Now, you would not have had those thoughts had you not allowed yourself that winter time. Because then what happens is we start to emerge. The creative fallow period is totally natural and it's very necessary for the next phase, which is spring, which is the emergence phase. This is when a project goes from theory to concrete, when it like starts to emerge and it starts to happen. But it couldn't have done that if we'd not had some wintering to just have a freaking minute to think about it. And then from spring, we know summer's going to come. Summer is like visibility stage. This is when we get that project out there. Summer is the time that we're networking, we're putting it out there, we're recording stuff, we're content creating, we're, we're, we're using that energy that we have in those longer days. And then it culminates in that harvest. That's when we reap the rewards of all of those seeds that we've sown, that we've nurtured, that we've cared for. And then we go into our winter phase again, when the ground needs to like do some chisel to get itself back to a level where it's ready for crops again the next year. So every phase is super, super productive, isn't it? It We have to have the four seasons. For me, my fertile void was last year. Okay. I was, I was wintering. Now, for all of you, listening to me you would have been like oh she was still doing a lot in her business and she was still out there and lots of things were happening but for me last year particularly my physiotherapy and wellness clinic I, I was massively in a creative fellow I I and I want to level with you all who 
had a clinic coming through the pandemic, you know, wow, so, so challenging for all business owners, every business, you know, some businesses really thrived, uh, some, some barely survived, and it was a massive opportunity for all of us. But with that opportunity came absolute chaos and challenge. And we felt like we were on constantly, like there was no wintering going on for me. There was no fucking furlough going on in my house. Okay, there was constant production to keep ourselves above water. And then what happened in 2022, I was just like, I am done. I have got nothing left to give. I don't know where we're moving this business to. I don't know. I've not got any more ideas. I don't know what I want to focus on. I don't know where I want to go with stuff. I don't know what team I want. And it was recognising that I was, I'd just been harvesting. I'd just been in the summer season for, two, like, what was it, two and a half years, nearly three years. And I needed to just go into winter. And I needed to just take stock. But I never doubted that spring was going to come. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Now, I could have forced through it and I could have just pushed and pushed and pushed harder. And some, sometimes I did. And what, what I recognised was that I was, just, I was just trying to work harder to make more money. I was just trying to work harder to get things off the ground. And it didn't feel aligned. It didn't feel easy. It felt very, very exhausting. Because the seasons affect us too. Parts of our brains, actual science, related to attention and concentration are least active during the shorter days of the year. So it's not just the bears that need a break. <laughs> the fertile void is our own creative winter. And here's the thing, it takes as long as it takes. Some of you are going to be thinking about this cycle like, well, I feel like I've been in the fertile void for a long time, Katie. Okay, it takes as long as it takes. We sometimes cycle in a project through all the four seasons within a month. It could be in a week. Sometimes it might cycle and it could take a year. This podcast, for example, I thought about this podcast for a long time. In 2022, when I was in my creative follow period, I started to think, well, maybe, maybe I'd like to do a podcast. Maybe that's like really great visibility. Didn't know anything. Okay, I, got, I didn't know the how. I just trusted that I would figure the how out. And then that sort of ideas of, okay, well, maybe I could do this for business owners. Maybe this would run. We'd do short episodes. And all these ideas started coming to me. It, and I tell you when it wasn't, it was when it was not when I was in clinic seeing clients and seeing patients. That's not when my ideas were coming to me. It's when I was having a break, when I was away. And then I started to emerge in spring, and that was kind of September time when we I, I worked with somebody to help me create this podcast. And we had to do the like the design stuff and the planning, and I had to plan my 12 initial episodes, and I had to think about my bonus content, and I had to find a sponsor. And so I was emerging. And then boom, January, we launched. I was in the, I'm in the summer season. And here's the thing. I'm still in the harvest. The harvest is like, keeps on, keeps on coming for me. Because this podcast has created massive layers of visibility for us. It's created, um, it's created uh, people wanting to work with us. It's given us that platform and that level of expertise and the, that, the, that community of people who are genuinely wanting to listen to me in your cars on your way to work every week which is and still blows my mind but I'm in the harvest season will I hit winter with my podcast 100% I will because I can't always be in creative mode all the time I'll recognize that I'll pre-plan for it I'll let my wintering shit go on and then I'll come back and that might be just be me needing a holiday and then I'll come back with some more ideas so it takes as long as it takes but this is the time when we're in wintering phase. <clears throat> this is the time as high achievers, business owners, that we often feel guilty. We often feel pressurized. We often feel like we should be doing more. 
So we end up chasing lots of things that don't really make any difference to our business. We start being busy, being busy, busy fools. But actually, it's just the cultural bullshit programming, which we have grown up with, which is that our worth is equal to our achievements, which is actually a load of rubbish. Your worth is your worth. It's irrelevant of your achievements. So we know that every phase is productive. We're going to reframe this whole burnout culture, this whole this whole exhaustion culture. Like it is normal to cycle through these phases. It's really normal to cycle through these phases. It reminds us that there is massive value in rest. And when we when we rest, when we when we acknowledge these four seasons, we get some really peachy fruit on the other side of it. But if you continue to plant the same seeds in the same field without giving it any care, any nurture, you'll never have the harvest. You'll never be in that, that moment where you can reap the rewards of all of those seeds that you've sowed. So reframe things. Rather than adding something more to your to-do list, rather than thinking all the time that you've got, you've got to be meditating, that you've got to be doing mindfulness, that you've got to have a gratitude diary, that you should be just eating fruits and legumes and beans to be successful in your business. No. Think about what season you are in, honour it, own it, and work with it. If you're in the winter season, just be great at wintering for a bit. But know, because we know this in our seasons in life, that spring will be on its way. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this week's podcast. Um, thank you very much for joining me. As ever, please, please, please um, write me a little review. I love to read them every week because it inspires me to go and create more content week on week for you guys. Thank you. And I look forward to you all joining me again next week. Thank you for listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast that tells you what you really need to hear and know when it comes to running a successful business in the health and wellness industry that gives you the time, money and freedom you are wanting. For access to our free workshops on how to get more clients in your business, how to make more income in the next 30 days and to get more time back in your business and life, head to our free Facebook group today, Treat Your Business. Or head over to thrive-businesscoaching.com. All of the links are available in the show notes.